Continue with uh, Siddur Snippets. We're on the second Hallelujah following Ashrei. And the theme of this Hallelujah is Hallelujah Kitov Zamra Elokeinu. Kitov, the theme of this Hallelujah is how good Hashem is. And that when we live our lives with our eyes open, when our antenna is extended, we can perceive Hashem's goodness throughout our lives and throughout this world. That Hashem is both on the one hand distant, on the one hand inaccessible, He's infinite, He's omnipotent, He's in the heavens. And on the other hand, He expresses Himself and He can be found throughout the earth, throughout the world. He's manifest. He has Adira Betachtonim. Hallelujah Kitov. This is our proclaiming, our calling out that Hashem is good. And that's the theme ultimately that will come to a redemptive time of Bonei Yerushalayim Hashem, that Hashem will bring the redemption and we'll see that goodness. So we're up to the Pasuk, HaMechaseh Shamayim Be'avim. Here we're praising Hashem, we're acknowledging Him and seeing Him. He's He covers the heavens with clouds. Why is that a greatness of God? He covers the heavens with clouds. So you can see that in many ways. First of all, very simply, if you've ever been outside on a very hot day, and the sun is shining, and there's a cloud that blocks the sun, you're very grateful. Even in the moment that you're burning in the sun, for those who listen up north, I feel bad. But yesterday in our Siamashas down here, for those not seated in the shade on January 1st, they felt it was a little warm in the sun. So those moments that we're in the sun and HaKadosh Baruch Hu blows a, a little cloud that covers the sun, Hallelujah Kitov. Hashem is good. Even just the fact that the sun has blocked us for a moment, there's a cloud that's blocking the sun. But much more, David HaMelech is calling out the praise and encouraging us to see Hashem in the ecological cycle. And the very fact that Hashem has created a world which at least He gives us the illusion is self-sustaining. He puts clouds in the heaven, and He prepares for the earth rain. So the cynic, the skeptic, God forbid the atheist, who wants to simply observe the world and whatever the future of the ecological cycle and the weather conditions, at least in the present, wants to observe and see that there is uh, evaporation and clouds form and eventually something makes them turn into rain. That's the extent of my knowledge on this subject. So, but it's a miracle. We, we go to the supermarket, the, cloud, the, the uh, shelves are filled with food, and so we mistakenly think that the food grows on the shelves of supermarkets. And it's always there and always available and we'll always have it. We can have it in unlimited amounts. But for the farmer, for the one who lives in an agricultural society, which was most of humanity for most of history, they lived and depended on the rain. Only when it would rain would the crop grow, which both was a source of income, but more was also a source immediately of nourishment and of survival. So the very fact that you look up, for us, we want no clouds in the sky, but for the farmer who needs a rainy season, they're davening for clouds, they're davening for rain. So part of the recognition, the acknowledgement of Hashem's goodness, for us, this would express itself that when you're going through the supermarket and there is an endless variety of any product you want, and in most supermarkets, at least in the North America and in Israel, though not as true in, in Europe and other parts of the world, many, most of these products are even kosher. So that's a praise. You're amazing. Look how many products. Look at the variety. Look at the options. Look at the opportunity. I'm hungry, and I can satiate myself with that food. Now, it's interesting. The Pasuk says, That Hashem prepares for the earth rain. Why doesn't He just say, He makes it rain? Why doesn't it say, He makes it rain? Because what does the rain depend on? We know Rashi in the beginning of Parshas Barashas, that a Kodesh Baruch Hu had put, created an ecological cycle, but he didn't press start, he didn't press play until it was waiting for the creation of 
man, Adam. Why? Because the prerequisite for having it rain is asking for the rain. Rashi quotes Chazal is tefillah. The same is true in our lives. Just covered this in, in the daf, for those who are still with it at the end. I know come Sunday, there'll be a whole new world of people who are, who are with it. But we just saw in the daf, we have to take our initiative, but you work hard for your parnasa, and you have to turn to the Rebonah Shlom and ask. Hashem designed a world where there are storehouses of bracha waiting to flow. The shefa bracha waiting to flow into our life. But he holds it back until we ask. Now why does he do that? Because he's cruel? Because he wants to deny his pleasure and happiness? As parents, as grandparents, we sometimes know that we have great bracha, great things for our children or grandchildren, we want to spoil them. But if we wait for them, call, check in, say hello, ask. It's not because we want to deny them happiness or pleasure, but it's because we crave the relationship. And by letting them know that there's bracha, but communicate, be in touch, talk to me, that's how you reinforce and that's how you promote a relationship. And the same is true with the Ribbon Shalom. So even though on the surface, superficially, you can conclude that there's a natural system which is in place, he is mechin la'art matar, it waits for us to ask for it, that's the way Hashem created a world. To access it, you have to ask for it. And the Pasuk ends, he makes mountains put forth grass. The same thing, what looks like a natural order is really the hand of Hashem, so much so that the Gemara tells us, the beginning of Mishnah, the beginning of, uh, of uh, Tanis tells us that while Hashem gave the keys over to the universe to us, he said, go conquer the world, understand it, manipulate it, be in charge of it, run it, control it, conquer it. Here are the keys to the world in laboratories and technology parks. Go conquer my world. And we're living in a period and a time where we're conquering the world in an expedited fashion. We're making progress at unprecedented rates every single day. But there are three keys he held on to. They're really one key. All three have the same theme, which is life and life sustenance, life saving, life support. Hashem is in charge of conception. We can mix the ingredients around in a laboratory more and better than ever, but ultimately whether those mixed ingredients yield a healthy bit child, that the Rebbe Shalom has told us he will forever hold on to that key. Making it rain and faced with a hurricane or extreme weather, there are a lot of things we can control in this world. Not only can we not control the weather, not only can we not control the Mark Twain once famously said, everybody talks about the weather, but nobody does anything about it. So we, not only can't we control the weather, we can't even predict the weather with any degree of accuracy. Because Baruch Hu holds the key to the weather. And the third is Tchiyas HaMesim. Hashem holds on to the resurrection of the dead. At the core, the theme, the source of all three, all three keys on his keychain that Hashem holds back is life. Is life. Life itself is uniquely and exclusively from Hashem. And this Pasuk is a reinforcement, a restatement of that idea. When we say the second Hallelujah every day, Halaluka Kitov, Hashem, you're so good. And part of your goodness are the things I take for granted and the things I assume. Like that when I go to the supermarket, there's food on the shelves because there are farmers and you made it rain and it's producing what I need to be nourished. This is the theme of the next Yipsukim. We'll pick up with this next time. Not only me, not only the human being who can exert and express some initiative, the whole first 11 malachas of Hilcha Shabbos, Yidur Pas, are all uniquely human endeavor and initiative. Animals don't bake bread. Because the notion of plowing and planting, and the mission is the opposite, for it's planting and plowing, and uh, harvesting and grinding and kneading and baking. Animals can't do that. Animals eat what's already fully prepared, fast food. Animals can eat fast food, they can't do what we do. And nevertheless, no saying live hey malach the next pasuk. 
Hashem gives, doesn't say no sing lechem, he doesn't give bread to the animal, he gives la what? Lachma, the animal's bread. What does that mean? We'll pick up with the Amir Hashem next.